0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns.
1: Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the Lady Auto Mechanic. As she's known on social media, is Allison Walker, A-S-E certified. And today, uh, we're going to take all of your auto calls, all auto mechanical repair calls, but we're also going to talk about um, the ways that you drive that harm your car um you know we'll talk about do you do you not need to warm up your car uh junk in the trunk if uh, if you've got stuff in your trunk and you're driving around with that and maybe some other habits uh that you might have we'll talk about if they're good or if they're bad so we'd love for you to join us this morning how are you doing today Allison pretty good despite the weather yeah yeah rain you know driving driving on rain i know you don't Put on cruise control mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because then you're not as good able to to keep your foot on the have control of your vehicle. I guess uh, it's also, uh, it's good to have uh, good windshield wipers. Yeah, definitely. We talked about that with maintenance mm-hmm. having uh, having good windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything? Any other? Weather. We don't have. We don't need snow tips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please slow down. Oh yeah. I don't know how many people see
2: speeding in the rain. Yeah. Go the speed limit or less in the rain is. Do not go over the speed limit. It's set
1: there. It's there for safety. Well, and keep good spacing distance. Uh, That too. I always, you know, I don't know the 500 car lengths or whatever feet. I don't know that, but I, I can count to two and I always keep a two second interval. But then if it's bad weather, I try to keep a four second.
2: Yeah. And I, mean, I see people tailgating in general, and I wish I wish people would stop doing that. It's so nerve-wracking. But, um, yeah, especially in the rain. Please. Well, and what—oh,
1: what, and turn your lights on. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what always bothers me is when if I'm somewhere and someone's passing me, then they scoot over real quick right in front of me. Yeah. And then I scoot over back into the left lane because they were too close for my yeah. comfort. And spraying water all over and you can't see Right. in the rain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pass safely. Well, we are excited. We've got our first call. It's Jim from Madison. Thanks for calling in to autocorrect. Jim, go ahead.
3: Good morning. I have a uh, 2008 Infiniti G35, which is a really wonderful car. It's been a terrific car. But Probably
2: one a, of my favorites. Yeah, it,
3: it has a very, very touchy, sensitive throttle tip-in that, especially in the rain, can lead to some embarrassing starts from a dead stop. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can barely touch the, the uh, accelerator, and and you're spinning the tires. Is there, mm-hmm. any, is there any way to adjust for that?
2: Uh, I I believe there is. Is an engine tune can probably get that where the the throttle opens a little bit slower with the input because that's I I'm pretty sure that's electronic throttle. If it's you know what I'm talking I'm sure about. Drive by wire.
3: It it's drive by wire for sure. There's no mechanical connection.
2: Yeah, so I assume you can do that. Um I'm trying to think of anything else you can do. Grippier tires. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was looking for a little bit less expensive solution.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Honestly, and besides kind of reprogramming that throttle response, I'm I'm not really sure on that car. I've never you don't usually get asked to take down the throttle response
3: <laughs> I, I understand right you know. <laughs> i don't mind the great throttle response from this wonderful v6 engine at any other time i know right a, you know a dead stop
2: yeah yeah that's the only thing i can think of that you have to go in there and program where that throttle opens with the input of the accelerator pedal so okay
3: but that is an adjustable feature
1: i definitely assume it is yeah
3: okay all right mm-hmm. great thank you so much for your help
1: you're very welcome Jim, we're so glad that you called in. And anybody else who has a question on this kind of cold, gray, uh folly Thursday, we'd love to have you call in. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. We take all calls, but today we're kind of talking about uh things that you may be surprising ways you may be hurting your car um, we when if you get a brand new car if you get a brand new brand new brand new car uh there's a break in period mm-hmm. and uh so we, one of the things that's uh, recommended is uh well also consult your owner's manual but you need to baby your car at the very beginning is that right Alison oh yeah definitely yeah mm-hmm. um and uh Uh, My new car somehow went – they grow up so fast. (laughs) My new car (laughs) has passed its uh, its 1,000 miles, especially because we've – good grief, we've driven to Arkansas four times in – six weeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, so try not to go too fast the first thousand miles Uh, don't go over 75 miles per hour the first 600 or 700 miles uh, and uh, not to exceed 3,500 rpms and I I, I guess there are people who do go over 3,500 rpms I Uh, When they drive? (laughs) (laughs) When
2: they drive? Well, I think they're talking to people with sports cars. Like, baby it until you're, you know, you get it to, to break in. Because, of course, well, I've seen it when I've worked at dealerships and, you know, people get in there and they're hot
1: riding brand right. new cars which kind of Oh, uh, okay yeah you, 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 your new car you want to show off but yeah. um, the new cars have new parts that need to get accustomed to their role in your car's engines engines uh, piston rings and uh, they need to get sealed correctly and shape themselves to your car and all yeah. that stuff all that stuff and a whole bunch of other stuff right yeah. lots of lots of things you need to be gentle during the break-in period of your car yeah. and uh, the the another tip is we've talked about this before on the show is letting your car warm up properly yeah talk about mm-hmm. that Allison you just got a bunch of stuff that needs to expand with a little
2: bit of heat mm-hmm. and you just want to let it sit for just a second um, about a minute minute and a half and then drive it slowly go ahead and drive you don't want to just sit there and idle and then drive it slowly until it gets to operating temperature and after that, you can go as fast as you want, or go highway speeds. So a lot of times, if you live next to an interstate, I see people get in a cold car, crank it right up, hop right on the interstate, and they're instantly doing 75 miles per hour uh-huh. on an engine that's not all the way warm. It's still about a quarter hot. Right. And
1: uh, that's not good. That puts a lot of wear and tear on your car. All right. Well, we want to take your calls. If you've got questions, just like from Bay St. Louis, Vicki has called in. Vicki, we're glad you're going to be part of AutoCorrect. What's your question? or comment for Allison?
4: Well, I have a, an opposite thing. I have a, an old vehicle, a 1958 bread truck, and it's a Grumman step step side van, basically, and um, it was in Katrina, and it needs completely overhauling, and I've had people say, oh, yeah, you should fix it. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Go buy something else to, to do something, and is it worth the trouble to fix up an old car like that because I cannot find anyone to work on it. And I'm willing to pay some, you know, big bucks to get it fixed up because I think it would be such a cool vehicle.
2: All right. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, it it kind of depends, like, if it's rusted out real bad, if any anything like that happened to it?
4: No, because it's an aluminum body, so there's not... Uh, much rust on it. There's, that's good. Uh, you know the seals and the, the the window glass. It got vandalized a little bit after okay. the storm. Wow! And but
2: the other the, factor is is finding parts for it. If it's easy to find parts, some cars aren't, so they can be really difficult to restore. So okay, that's kind know of a factor. That I'm
4: saying this correct, but I think it's a straight six. Uh, the people who have looked at it said, "Oh, that wouldn't be hard to fix," but. I can't find anybody who's willing to do that. Now, I have a lot of people who want to buy it, so... you know, but well, where we live here
2: in the South, the the car world is a little bit smaller than it is in other states. Uh, mm-hmm. Car shows are a lot smaller. There's not as many performance shops and restorers and that sort of thing. Um, and you could probably take it out of state and contact some people and um, you know and get a more straight answer if it's something that you want to deal with and get a more of an idea of what it costs.
4: And it, is there like a, an online thing where you can say you know this? I've looked on Google and I can't find too much, but is there like a go-to place to find top-notch restorers and where they
2: are you'd have to dip off into that world to be honest vicky like you know get in some yeah. form if you can find a forum for your vehicle you can ask right. them who they would recommend are you familiar with getting on a car forum and i recommend uh, that for everyone for their car. you know if you have a whatever a toyota just, tacoma to get on their a, a tacoma just forum. type it in and find the yeah. Type one. in your car, and then put the word forum in there, mm-hmm. and see if there's a is a community online that discusses mm-hmm. your vehicle and and get some information from them.
4: Okay. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate your help.
1: You're very you're very welcome. Good luck with that.
4: Okay. W- bye
1: bye. Thanks for calling in, Vicky. Yeah. When we hey, bought hi. our uh, Honda Civic, the 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 dealer guy had showed us the cool trick of you push button, button, button on the key fob and all the windows rode down oh, cool. but it wasn't in the owner's manual so mm-hmm. I went to uh, Honda Forum yes. and and s- somebody mentioned that so yeah they are really great they for are. getting tips and tricks and you can ask questions and get great answers right yeah mm-hmm. alright awesome. well and if you have if you would like to ask a question and get a great answer from our expert Allison give us a call we're going to take our uh, next break and we'll mention some of the cars that are under <laughs> recall. That's uh, that's always a, a sad thing but sometimes it's little, sometimes it's big but it's good to know what's going on with your car. Uh, and if you have a question about your car, give us a call Our number is 1-877- MPB ring. That's 1-877-672-7464. And we are so popular so that if, uh, if you hear somebody finish their call, go ahead and then you call in and you can take their spot uh, in line and talk to Allison, the lady auto mechanic. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
2: Your old car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school. Really cool back in the day. But that old car is still cool when you donate it to MPB Think Radio. Go to mpbonline.org for details. Then sit back and
1: enjoy the ride.
2: Now that's cool.
1: Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through, find our podcast and uh, you need to make sure you select a podcast platform that can find our shows i got into a little fuss with one a podcast platform that didn't carry mpb shows so that made me sad but i like podcast addict i know you can find us on the apple uh, podcasting platform and uh, that way you can listen to it download it I tell you when I listen to my podcasts, I, I mentioned I go back and forth to Arkansas a lot. That's where my family lives. And they don't have... Their public radio station is is not as fabulous as I feel Mississippi's is, and it's I, you know, I don't know the dial where they are on the dial. I know you can get MPB in Arkansas up to uh, Lake Village or, or uh, McGee coming up from the south. So when I'm driving through uh, up in Arkansas, I listen to our podcasts a lot. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, recalls real quickly before we get to Mike in Corinth. Um, um, if you're interested to find out specifically about your car, you can go to the NHTSA, National Highway Transportation Service Administration, I don't know, <laughs> NHTSA.gov and recalls. And this week, um, a, 19, a 2019 Porsche Cayenne, uh, the 1719s Toyota Forerunners, an 18 Kia Stringer. Uh, A bunch of different BMW sedans, wagons, and SUVs. The 10 Ford Fusion, the 10 through 12 Lincoln MKZ, the 1718 Jeep Renegades, 1718 Chrysler Pacifica Hybrids, and the 2004 through 2006 Scion XA. And it may be a little thing, maybe a big thing, but uh, you owe it to yourself to take it in or email or find out what's wrong with your car. All right. Well, we're so glad that uh, from Corinth, Mike has called in. Mike, go ahead. What's your question or comment for Allison?
3: Yes, yeah, I have a 2009 Toyota Prius. And it's doing fine now, but it has a lot of miles on it, uh, I think uh, 205,000. My question is, do you know of any uh, mechanic other than a dealer in northeast Mississippi who might be able to replace the dead cells, if I have any dead cells in the storage batteries?
2: Um, actually i don 't I do it myself, but uh, a lot of mechanics for some reason it 's like they 're not comfortable with it but it 's literally the same as changing a battery out. You just test the dead cell, see which ones drop uh, too much voltage or you know test the voltage on it, and then replace that cell and uh, hybrids are actually really easy to work on you just you just there 's one little switch on there that you you pop out. On the hybrid battery and it completely sets the system off It keep it, it sets it's just like taking off the negative um, cable on your 12-volt battery so but as far I did actually try to find someone on the coast for someone who had sent an email or called in one day and uh, I talked to electrical uh, automotive there and they actually didn't do it they just replaced the whole battery so I do. Why don't you send an email? because uh, we can't really say that kind of thing over the sh- on the show, and we'll I'll kind of help you find wh- depending on where you're located and everything to help you get that done.
5: Okay. What is the
3: email?
1: Auto at mpbonline.org. Auto at mpbonline.org. All right, Mike, thanks so much for calling in. And yeah, we've we've talked about uh, on the show before if you're looking for a mechanic, if you're calling around, if you don't know anybody, looking for an ASE certified mechanic uh, mm-hmm. is 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 a little plus. Yeah, definitely, definitely that. That mm-hmm. shows that the mechanic um, uh, went a little above and beyond. So now that Mike is off, we're re- we've uh, got another line open. If you want to call, you're in. Ask your automotive question. Our number is one eight seven seven. 672 7464, and we'll answer your calls just like we're about to answer from Columbus, Bob. Bob, thanks for calling in to MPB. Go ahead.
6: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I uh, really enjoy the show. Um, thanks. Got a, well, my wife has a 2006 Lincoln Navigator um, with airbag issues. Um, the front airbags generally seem to be in cold weather. Um, one side or the other, and sometimes both won't air up. Um, we've discussed replacing them with springs. She had a Buick Rainier before this, and it was the back airbags that did the same thing on that. Eventually, you repl- replace those with springs. She claims the ride so much different, refuses to do it on this one. Is there some type of conditioner or something that we can, or maybe a, a beepier airbag or something like that, that we can replace uh, those with?
2: I would think that it's kind of limitless, but like, you know how cars, they bag them as, you know, it's a slang term for putting them on um, hydraulic air setups. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like an option, and it runs the gamut on the price. They were really popular for a long time, so the price on those systems came down. Uh, and it's still somewhat popular to bag a car, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's an option. I like the idea of making your system work that stock on there and find right. out why it's not doing right. But um, yes, yeah, so you do you do have a lot of options. You really do.
6: Yeah. So, I mean is there would would what would you suggest in this situation like I said she's really attached to these airbags and there's been nothing but problems with them the car's in mint condition uh, very very low miles it's we bought it new um, this happened a year or well probably two years after we got it okay. um, they've been replaced a couple of times but they only seem to do it when it's uh, fairly cold outside and that's it is there some short-term fix or something like that you think we could try? Or
2: I'm not sure on that as I haven't actually diagnosed any problems with those systems. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would think... It would be good to contact like a custom car shop, someone who's doing those types of things to cars. Uh, Some truck places bag trucks, so uh, don't X out truck places. Some of them, and they may know someone to talk to about it that can maybe help you with that system. But other than that, um, like a regular independent mechanic shop should be able to help you with that problem.
6: And there's, there's been no recalls on that because it's a factory system. I mean, mm-hmm. It came that way. So any any idea right. where I would check to see if there's been any recalls on, on something like
2: that?
1: gov. Yeah. Okay. NHTSA, National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. NHTSA.gov slash recalls.
6: All right. I will check there, and I thank you so
7: much.
1: You're very welcome. Right. Okay, Bob right. from Columbus. That was fascinating to me because I had no idea what y'all were talking about. Oh, so okay. a Lincoln airbag is mm-hmm. not a collision airbag that's like in your dashboard or in your steering wheel. It's what? suspension, so it adjusts oh, your suspension okay. on your car. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking, why is she digging into her airbag in the right. in the dashboard? <laughs> okay, uh, now I understand that. I was I was kind of clueless about that one. Okay, yeah. uh, here's a a person who called in who didn't want to go on the air, but is it more dangerous to drive with hazards on or off in dangerous weather? I would think with them off would be more dangerous because it's
2: Flashing and see better. Yeah. So don't don't be scared to turn on your hazards. I think is what she's right. asking. Like, is right. it better? I think it would be better if you feel yeah. like it's needed. Put, yeah. put them on.
1: Yeah, Uh I think. You know, you sh- certainly shouldn't stop on a highway uh, if, uh, if, you're having, if it's bad rain.
2: Yeah, or get off the road. Yeah. If yeah, you I, feel like you can't see any further, go right. ahead and pull off. And get completely off the road would probably be a good idea. Take an exit or a road. Right. If it's, especially if it's a high speed. Right.
1: So. All right. Well, Bob from Columbus is off, so now we're going to Jim in Houston. Jim, go ahead. We're glad that you called in to autocorrect.
5: Good morning. Thank you very much. I'm learning a lot, frankly.
1: <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
2: Thank
5: you for telling me about the car forum thing. I, but
1: oh yeah, uh,
5: I have a, a 2012 Chevrolet Impala, and when you sometime when you back up and then turn to go, uh, something in the front end grabs the wheel and makes a crunching sound. It's like, well, that's pretty well, a good way to put it, I guess. And when it does that, that little little cartoon of the car skidding. Yeah. Either electronic traction control or electronic stability system or something like that. It flashes. Yeah. And if I if I turn that off, there's a button you push, you know, to turn that system off. Mm-hmm. It, ne- it never happens.
2: Does it do that? Uh, I would wonder if it's like turning on your ABS. If it's putting on your. Uh if it's clamping that brake over there uh-huh. and uh, and making noise, or that's really the only thing I could think of, or if maybe your your CV axle is acting up or bearing something that's setting off that system uh, and making it act up. So that's something that probably want to get. I would get checked out just in case it's a uh, something uh, easy fix and you don't want it to mess up your system.
5: I've taken it to, to to two dealers and they're good folks, and I took it to a front end place and they checked. The, the 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 code, whatever you call those things, and they they couldn't figure out what it was. But um,
2: yeah, I, I'm not real sure what it is I, I, either. I that I've
5: you, you I, have,
2: I have come across it. I have a customer. I'm waiting for him to get oh. the car back to me oh. because it's doing it's not setting off the traction light, but it's making that crunching noise when you turn.
5: And you feel it grab the wheel like like you.
2: I don't know if his wheel's particularly grabbing, but it's definitely making that a weird, crunchy noise. And, um, and I'm not sure what's going on with it. I haven't been able to further diagnose it. Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, it says in the manual something about, well, I'm an old guy, but used to, when you'd back up the car, it would adjust the brakes. Right. And said that system does something like that, and you may hear it sometime or feel it, but this is pretty dramatic, so... Uh, well, thank you very much, and good luck to the your other customer.
2: You're very welcome, and I, I recommend maybe taking it. I'm I'm kind of surprised someone hasn't been able to figure that out, like the front suspension shop or whatnot. But maybe you might want to try.
5: Goodness, See really the could be that. I could I could toss that word out to sound like I knew what I was talking about. Right, constant, constant axle. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good luck with that, though.
5: Well, thank you very much.
2: You're very welcome. Bye
5: bye.
1: Jim from Houston mentioned he had a uh, Impala uh, on our mini trips to Arkansas. You know, lots of folks who live in small towns know what I'm talking about. Sometimes they uh, get some of their tax revenue from speeders <laughs> that go through and uh, Grady Arkansas, Arkansas has a blue unmarked Chevy Impala that is a police car. <laughs> Liz, and, you and know it's illegal to tell that. Isn't, oh, it, is it? isn't it illegal to tell when you see a cop ahead oh, or something like that? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get someone from the state I trooper's office on in legal terms to talk there about things. Go. But, that's uh, a good one. Uh, you know, if if you're not speeding and you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have to worry about it. Don't speed in Arkansas. That's that's, right. that's something I learned when I was very young. Well, I, and in fact, I think they got in trouble during Katrina because uh, everybody was coming up on 65 mm-hmm. and they just got got. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Cause that's awful. That's what they do. All right. So uh, when we come back from our break, we'll talk about some more uh, driving tips, surprising ways you may be hurting your ha- car. And if you've got a fast car, that's one of the things you need to worry about. And also we'll talk about uh, uh, apps and websites that will help you drive. Uh, our number is one 672 7464 And our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Autocorrect on MPB Think Radio.
7: So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it like I was drunk. City lights lay out before us, and your arm felt nice about my shoulder. And I, I, had a feeling that I belonged. I, I, had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash cartag. We'll see you on the road. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio allison walker the lady auto mechanic as she's known on social media is our expert and i'm liz gill Uh, we hope you've downloaded our app the mpb public media app at the google play store for android and itunes for apple products and here's a car app i love you know sometimes when you're watching the news and there's been a meteor or a car crash or something sometimes people have those car cameras on their on their dashboards that record what's going on right in front of them. I think Russians, for some reason, everyone in Russia has oh, one of those on their car. I want I want to see a meteor. Wouldn't that be cool? catches. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I think that that happened in in Russia a couple no, of years really. ago in everybody's car dash cam. That's your joking. No, That's no, no. Awesome. Seriously. So if you want to catch. Uh, uh, Things on your car. Da- you can get a car, make a car dash cam out of your cell phone. There's an app called Car Camera DVR and it uh because standalone car dvr recorders tend to get expensive with smartphones becoming more and more versatile why not put them to good use the car camera dvr uh, can record high definition videos of your trips audio uh and embedded data regarding time location and speed and the recordings can be stored within the app But keep in mind that new videos override old ones to save device space. Yeah, makes sense. And I guess, you know, if you've got your camera up there, you'd be less likely to fiddle with it if it's already, (laughs) you know, if it's already working. Right. All right. Well, we're so glad that T from Oxford is on the line. We hope we can help you. Uh, Alice, Allison can, not me. (laughs) Thanks for calling in, T. Hello.
8: How are you? We're doing great. 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 I, I just thought I would share with you some beliefs that my mom had about cars, and uh, maybe see if you um, um, would recommend that readers listeners not follow such beliefs. Okay. Um, she was um, she was divorced, and um, I you know I really loved her, but she had some very interesting beliefs about cars, about car maintenance, and about um, car use. And um, she had this um, Ford. L- She bought it two years old, um, and it was very large. Ford Fairlane had a Thunderbird engine. And she had this belief about cars. And uh, don't laugh too hard, but um, she thought, you know, car maintenance was men's work, and she refused to do it. And so as a result, she never changed the oil in the car.
2: Bum, bum, bum. I can't laugh Mm -hmm. to that. I can not And
8: also... Also, she um, you know, she had this um, air conditioner. It was a very large window unit. and um, for reasons that I have never quite exactly figured out, she chose to store the air conditioner in the trunk of the car so that we never had use of the trunk. And the air conditioner was so heavy that it would you know lower the rear part of the car considerably. And of course, you know, she would complain about mileage. And um, all I can say is that, you know, by the time the car was, total age of the car was about five years old, it was a wreck. Um, you know, it was spewing uh, uh, gray smoke and um, uh, consuming oil like crazy. And uh, it got terrible mileage. But, um, you know, you're here and you're providing a different gender role and and much better practical advice. And I just thought, you know, changing the oil and uh, carrying extra weight in the trunk might be something that other listeners might uh, be discouraged to do. That's uh, about all. That's my story.
2: God bless your mama, T. I'm, I'm with you. And, you know, my mom had one thing that she did that uh, tore up a car. I had a, uh, a a car I gave her. It was an Escort, Ford Escort. And she was old school about it. Uh, she thought because all, all carbureted cars back in the day, you revved them up a little bit when you started them to get them going. Well, she was doing that in this fuel-injected car, and she'd rev it up cold. Eventually, it, it pretty quickly started blowing smoke, and it had messed up the ring. In the car, and it didn't last much longer than that. So you're not your mom's not the only one that had some bad ideas about cars, and and she was divorced too. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
8: Well, it was. You know, she she's gone now, but but um, yeah. She couldn't be disabused of those notions at one time. My and mother and I, can't as a small either. child thought this is crazy.
2: My mom doesn't even believe I'm a mechanic. I don't think she's <laughs> she's just not she's
1: she's not in reality all the time. Oh, mama! Oh, mama! Oh, mama! But yeah, T. Thanks for for uh, putting on that. That'll lead us to one of our things: is uh, drive with uh,
8: reduced car mileage considerably.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely.
2: Keep an eye on that. Keep your car cleaned out. Yeah, it really does. Every little pound does. Like you know. People race cars. They're they're trying to take off five, ten pounds because it makes a difference, you know. And trying to find little places to save weight everywhere on their car. So people that do yeah.
8: long distance hiking, they look to reduce every single piece of weight. True. Yeah.
2: yeah. it's Called the ultralight community. I, I kind of check out those guys occasionally. It's fascinating to me what all they <laughs> they're able to lighten on their load. You know, Thank you very much. You're Thanks, very T.
1: Welcome. Yeah, I've finally convinced my husband to have us stop driving around with his golf clubs mm. in the trunk. Yeah. Because well, he's going to have to come home and change clothes before he goes plays golf. I guess he wants to be ready, ready. Anytime yeah. anybody <laughs> wants to offer to go play golf, he wants to be ready. <laughs> but he's got to come home and change clothes anyway, so he might yeah. as well pick up the clubs we'll then. then. Yeah. Because. Uh, Uh, you know any any extra weight is bad for uh your uh, fuel economy and uh towing don't yeah don't tow unless you're supposed to tow and yeah know what your your rate is your your load rate and everything right Mm -hmm. all right let's go to nancy on the coast nancy thanks for calling in to autocorrect go ahead
7: Hi there. Good morning. Uh, Sounds like all of us us women, especially the older ones, need to be mechanics.
2: I agree. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's changing slowly.
7: Okay. Well, I'm driving an older 1999 SUV. Nice. Okay. It has 145,000 miles on it, and I think I'm determined to keep it until we hit the 200,000 mark. However, it's probably not worth more than $1,500 at this point or maybe 2000 uh, <clears> with a few upgrades. <clears throat> but I'm wondering, uh, these people that call you and want you to take the warranty um, for something that will cost you a couple hundred dollars every month uh, in hopes that you don't have to replace a $4,000 engine or whatever, is it worth
2: it? I tell you, when I worked as a service advisor at a dealership here in town, um, and the people had the extended warranties, it definitely came into play. And that was at Toyota, so which was a reliable car company. It still came into play a good a good bit there. So I do recommend it if you um, keep up well, it, with it. it, if you can afford it. Definitely, it's
7: it's like three or four thousand dollars by the time you've paid the years warranty thing on it however I'm sorry I take that back it's for <clears throat> um, you pay for 24 months but you get like five years
2: there's well, actually different on. companies uh, and sometimes the dealerships will op- offer different choices and they may be you know just telling you about the most expensive one but there's cheaper ones that are a li- little bit more affordable there are different companies that do extended warranties the-, the dealerships themselves don't actually do the extended warranty it's a different company
7: right yeah. right, right and maybe you'll get them to do it or not um um, do you have an uh, email or uh, other phone number to call, other than the station today?
2: for yeah, Other questions? You can, um, yeah, you can send the email to the uh, MPB email address, and mm-hmm. it'll, they send it to me. Yeah. So, auto
1: at mpbonline
7: Okay. All right. My other question is, right quick. I have a clang, clang, clang clanging noise, which sounds like metal that's loose someplace. Does that sound familiar to you?
2: Yeah. Is it when you're going over bumps primarily, or is it just as you're going down the road?
7: You're going down the road. Just as you. Sometimes more when you're turning, or whatever.
2: It's. it sounds like something in your suspension is like a it's you know a ball joint or stabilizer link has just gone bad on there. You need to have someone look over that really good.
7: Oh, okay. Very good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Bye-bye.
1: Nancy, Bye-bye. we're glad that you've called in and uh, our listeners, if you want to call in, uh, our number is 1877 672 We're going to take our last break of the hour so get your calls in We will hear what's in the news uh, in the car news biz You can send us an email also uh, at auto at mpbonline.org and we have one and so we'll get to that when we come back You're listening to Correct on MPB Think Radio Welcome back to AutoCorrect. The third way, if you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show is online. mpbonline.org slash autocorrect is our website. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm here with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, as she's known on social media. And she is an ASC certified mechanic. Um, So here's what was in the news. They're phasing out the tax credits for electric vehicles. They have now limited it to two hundred thousand models sold. So it's not by a date, it's how many have been sold. So uh Tesla uh has all has already reached almost reached their milestone. So uh they'll be probably eliminated altogether by December 31st General Motors is expected to be the next automaker with their Chevy uh, Chevy Bolt and the Cadillac CTS and Chevrolet Volt plug-in hybrids that tax break will phase out uh, beginning January 1st 2020 and then Nissan uh, with the Leaf so it would be cheaper to buy a leaf because it still gets the tax credits uh but uh there's um you know gm and tesla have lobbied congress to extend the federal tax credits there's been a democrat from vermont and a republican from nevada who have proposed bills to extend the tax credits but there has been a republican from wyoming who has introduced a bill that would eliminate the credit so you know, if, if that's important to you, if an electric car is important to you, then uh, you might want to check out your tax status. And uh, if you don't use electricity to power your car and you use gas, one of the tips is to keep you, ta- don't keep your tank nearly empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that puts, um, then the fuel pump can be exposed and begin to overheat uh, and then it cools and then it overheats and that can cause damage yeah so that's a good one don't drive don't don't drive empty all right let's go to john in union john thanks for calling in to autocorrect go ahead
9: Oh, that's pretty cool is what y'all just had on there. Uh, <laughs> well, I
1: thanks.
9: got you a question uh, to figure out if you know what kind of car I have.
4: <laughs> Stump the Allison. <laughs> All right.
9: All right. Let's start off with uh, no exhaust.
2: <laughs> no exhaust? And what kind of, well, electric, I mean. Yeah, I got it. <laughs>
1: there you go. Well, John, I hope you got your tax credit. <laughs>
9: well, I didn't get a tax credit because I bought a used car. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Oh, wow. I
9: got a 2012 uh, Leaf.
2: Awesome. I've heard those are really, really great, and they're beautiful cars.
9: Well, I, I, it, it works really well now that I got a new battery in it, too.
2: Okay. Had to replace that. Well, there, Yeah, it's, I did that last new. year. Okay.
9: On birthday, actually.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday Happy to you. John. <laughs> <laughs>
9: uh, that was uh, back in December. But I'll tell you what, if you... Can get more people driving electric cars in Mississippi. That'd be great.
2: <laughs> it would be great. And then I know a, a race car driver chick, uh, Lilani Munter, that I follow. She has a Tesla that she powers with solar power. She charges oh, it up oh. with solar power, which is awesome. Um, so the, it's possible.
9: The, the real problem here in Mississippi is uh, charging stations, and I'd like to see that uh, there would be some kind of tax break set up to get people to install them, like at restaurants and hotels and basically any place that people park their cars. (laughs) Two
1: two years ago, we were uh, in Scotland, and we were out in the back of nowhere, and there was a rest stop that had charging stations. Yeah. Europe has definitely got us beat on the... On the cleaner energy stuff
2: going yeah. on, but yeah.
9: Just wanted to give give a little a quick, ask a question, see how quickly you could figure it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, not get that started. <laughs> well, yeah, John. We now we hope uh, that uh, the mechanics will now start realizing that when sometimes the entire battery doesn't need to be replaced; it's the cells. Allison has mentioned that a couple of times. <laughs>
9: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there is uh, that direction, but at the same time, I'm also seeing people taking the entire batteries out and using them in a home.
2: Yeah, you can technically use
9: them. They're using them for... uh, Power walls, they call them, but it's it's really a, similar to what Tesla has, but only it's using uh, wrecked cars.
2: I've heard of people using their Priuses as a generator when their houses lost power during major <laughs> storms. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty cool.
9: Well, you've got to have this, uh, the plug in to do that. And then the Just the inverter, look-
2: yeah, and then it and it works. Uh, it mm-hmm. does
9: work. I, I can see how they, but they also turn around and uh, would like my car. I couldn't do that. No, but, not
2: with yours, yeah. Uh,
9: but it would, uh, but, I, but I can do similar to it in the sense that I could charge the car up and let it charge the cell phone or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, it doesn't have an issue doing small things. Right. But it, yeah, I. If you got any kind of questions, I could give you my phone number. and I can let y'all ask me kind of questions on that these kind of cars. I put it that way.
1: Fantastic, John. Send it to us at Auto. At uh, mpbonline.org, because I I think these uh, electric cars are are fascinating, and it would be wonderful if they were the wave of the future.
9: Oh, I know they're the wave of the future. When you uh, don't have any, uh, in in the five years other than battery, I have not had any auto issues other than obvious things like windshield wiper fluid and tires.
1: Awesome. (laughs) All right. Thanks, John, for calling in. We appreciate you being a listener.
9: All right. Like I say, if you need any help, I can get it.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, All right. We got our our last call of the show is Scott, who's on the road. Please be extra safe and careful. Scott, go ahead.
10: Yes, uh, this is Scott. Uh, I was wondering about if I needed to replace that airflow sensor that kind of sticks in the breather on a Toyota Camry. Little four cylinder. Yeah. I've taken it out before and sprayed it with that little spray cleaner and then and I think they give you a little bottle of uh, throttle body cleaner you can and I'm wondering if I need to replace that sensor.
2: Not unless it's messing up.
10: How can you tell if it's messing up with a
2: check You'll get a light? check engine light.
10: What does that do exactly? Does that monitor the uh, – will that affect your fuel mileage?
2: Yes. Yes, because your, your engine will – your computer will adjust the air-fuel ratio depending on how much airflow is coming in. Mm-hmm.
10: And what is the uh, air ratio to fuel on these vehicles?
2: All cars are – I think it's 14.6 to 1. It's called the stoichiometric ratio. Okay. Yep, is like the what the go-to airflow. Do you ever air... do you
10: ever clean yours?
2: Sh- yes. Spray cleaner. Yes. Uh, the MAF cleaner, mass airflow sensor cleaner, is a specific cleaner. The throttle intake is not for your mass airflow sensor. You spray that in after the sensor into the intake system, just so that you know. But the yeah, I do. I, I do it on all my cars. I do it on my customers' cars. M A F. Take it
10: it on the driveway and spray it
2: down. Yeah, you can do it in the car too. Uh, yeah, you just just follow the instructions and spray it. I think you hold it or you do ten shots of it on there, something like that, and um, let it dry before you crank that car up. You don't definitely don't want to dry it or drive it, crank it up with it wet still, but it dries pretty fast.
10: Okay. What about that throttle body cleaner? Do you
2: do 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 that? Oh, yeah, absolutely, on all my cars and all my customer cars. That's something I recommend to do about once a year because that whole system, as it's pulling air in, it gets dirty. And so the next thing you know, your car's reading that the airflow is not right, so it's adding gas to try to compensate for that. It also makes your car idle rough, and, and it decreases your throttle response, so... And actually do it yeah, on four-wheelers. You can do it on four-wheelers, motorcycles, trucks, diesels, everything. It, it affects anything that has airflow into an engine. Okay. And you just follow yeah. the instructions on that, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, and and just to bring it up, anybody that has a gasoline direct ignition vehicle, they have to do it. And uh, the throttle cleaner that they use for that's one you can use in all cars. It's really awesome. But that's called the GDI, gasoline direct ignition. And you have to clean the intake systems on those cars because they gunk up. A lot of Hondas have gasoline direct ignition, Kias, and then they have them in some other cars, too. It's It's a somewhat new technology, sort of.
10: Okay oh. well I appreciate it and one other question what about it Scott
1: added- I'm afraid we have run out of time. I'm sorry <laughs> but if you send us an email our address is auto at mpbonline.org. We make sure Allison gets it. man this has been a fun a fun time. Fun in this rainy weather. Yeah, Yeah. yep, yep. So this is going to wrap us up for today. Our call screener today was Jay White and Michelle McAdoo, our board engineer. And for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic. And I am Liz Gill. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy show, Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. We hope you'll join us again next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.